Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas. Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight. I'm Daryl Leonard, and today we are speaking with Miss Amy Hammonds. She's chief of the Workforce Development Office for the Director of Human Resources at Fort Hood. How are you doing, Amy? Just fine. The biggest thing you guys probably do deals with CLDP. CLDP is a civilian leadership development program open to all civilians within the garrison, whether you're a future leader or established supervisor, whether you're temp, term, or perm, it's up to your director to enroll you, and it's a quarterly program. Is it for the managerial level or the lower GS grades? There's no restriction on grade. We have two groups. We have our future leaders, which are those non-supervisors or team leaders, and then we have a separate category for just who are already supervisors. What are the qualifications in order to participate in this? There are no qualifications. In a sense, your supervisor nominates you, and you're endorsed by your director that you have potential to be a future leader here at Fort Hood. Why would someone want to take that course? To give them a set of tools before they take that next step into a leadership position. And we also have it open now for the first time this quarter up to tenant activities as well. What does that mean? That means that if you're at OTC or MedCen, you can enroll in the program for a small fee. Oh, there's a fee involved. Yes, because our, our, our it's centrally funded by the garrison and okay. then you'd work it out with your personnel office or training office. What are some of the other programs that you offer? Within CLDP, it's a program for three months. We have numerous classes, both subject matter expert along with CPAC as well as some vendor courses. In addition, we also will be launching soon a wellness program for the garrison. What does the CLDP course entail? It entails leadership training. It entails classes from Malcolm Baldridge criteria onto a military decision-making process, as well as high-performance leadership, trust factor. Those are a few of the classes that we offer. For how long? It's three months, three? and you go a few, a few days each month. It seems like a lot of time will be required to take this class. Does your directorate give you the time off to do it, or how does it work? Yes, we have support from senior leadership in which you are enrolled in the program, you will attend classes, and you also are given time to do any distance learning during work hours as well. So that means that if you can't attend the physical class with the other folks, you can take a lot of it online? Um, no, that means that we have some requirements that are distance learning as well as classroom time. What are some of the other things that you guys have going on? We also started a new meet and greet in which all the senior leadership within the garrison, and we'll be inviting tenant activities as well to come and give their philosophy on leadership as well as what their mission is. And we also incorporated a bowling team building session as well. Once someone completes and graduates from this course, what can they expect to have gained from it? The knowledge of what it will take to take that next step into a leadership position. Even if it's not right now, they will have what they have learned through the program they can apply in their current position as well. Time management, um, how to deal with difficult people, because within the garrison, we're all service-based. Will completing a course like this possibly help someone get promoted? It could help. is no guarantee on promotion. What it does is give you some tools that you can take with you. I would have definitely put on my resume that I attended the program. Not everybody gets to attend. Right. You know, they are the director or your supervisor sees in you some future to become a leader within the garrison or somewhere on Fort Hood. Now, if someone wants additional information, where can they get it? To contact the Workforce Development Office, you can call 285-5543 or you can email us at hood.dhr.cldp or check our website on hood.army.mil slash dhr. Well, Miss Amy Hammonds, we want to thank you for your time once again and putting out that valuable information. I'm Daryl Leonard.
Producers for the National Geographic Channel show The Dog Whisperer will be at the Fort Hood Clear Creek Post Exchange Food Court March 26th taking auditions for Caesar Milan show. Anyone with a military identification card can audition. Fort Hood employees can nominate their family by attending the audition or by visiting the show's website at caesarswade.com. No need to bring your animal. Applicants must videotape their dog's behavior and bring it with them to the audition. The Dog Whisperer looking for a variety of dog problems that Caesar Milan can help transform. For more information on the audition times, call the Post Exchange at 254-532-7200. This April, Skies Unlimited is offering visual art classes for children on the autism spectrum. Students can get messy or stay clean, touch, mold, draw, or paint. The instructor will have lots of options to accommodate the different needs of the children. Art can be an exciting way for children to communicate, explore sensory experiences, and express themselves. Classes are held at Cordovan Art School in Harker Heights for children ages 4 through 12. Cost is $55 per month for up to two children per family. For more information, call Skies Unlimited at 254-287-4592. Fort Hood Spotlight. Our in-studio guest today is from Family and MWR, Mr. William Shinholster. How are you? I'm fine. How about you? Doing great. Thank you so much for being here. I know you're with Sports and Fitness over there at MWR, and you're here today to speak to us about the Ride to Recovery event that's actually fast approaching. Tell me about it. Yeah, well, Ride to Recovery is a, a program that was started about 2007, and it was a, a way that they come up with to speed up the rehabilitation process for wounded warriors by providing them outlets to cycling. Oh wow! So was it created by someone that was wounded, or, or had well, a it was like uh, it was formed. The Ride to Recovery organization was formed by a former pro cyclist. He was uh, contacted by uh, some people that were uh, concerned with uh, rehabilitation for wounded warriors, mm-hmm. and and so I, I guess out of that come the the uh, Ride to Recovery organization. Give me a rundown and give us just kind of an essence of how big this is and actually when it's happening here for Fort Hood. They have four of these events around the nation. One of them happens to be in Texas. It's a pretty challenging uh, ride. They ride 350 miles. They start at uh, Brooks Army Medical Center in Fort Sam Houston Mm -hmm. and they ride all the way to the ballpark in, in Arlington. And how long does something like this take? Well, it's over four or five day process. They ride in one day legs. They will ride from uh, Fort Sam Houston to Austin, and then from Austin to Fort Hood, from Fort Hood to Waco, from Waco to Claiborne, and then from Claiborne all the way to Arlington. Wow, and so let's just make sure that we're clear here. We're not talking about motorcycles or anything. No, no, we're talking about uh, hand cycles, all different types of adaptive uh, cycles for people that have wounds and what have you. It's a great, great event. They have about uh, 200 participants. So who exactly participates in this? Is this just people that support Wounded Warriors? Are these the Wounded Warriors themselves? Well, it's the Wounded Warriors themselves, plus some celebrity-type cyclists, then people that just want to ride along with them and support them. Now, how can our viewers support the Ride to Recovery this year? Well, they have two ways. Is If they want to participate in a one-day leg of the, uh, of the race, either from Austin to Fort Hood or Fort Hood to Waco, they can register online at uh, ridetorecovery.com. Okay. Now, there is a registration fee of $75, and they discount that for military people and veterans. Great. Okay, and exactly what does those funds go to? Well, the, the funds uh, basically, again, Ride to Recovery is, is an organization that tries to raise money so that they can provide cycles and things of that nature to help people in their rehabilitative process. Primarily, it's, it's used to benefit all wounded warriors. Okay, and what's the theme this year for the ride? Well, it's Don't Mess with Texas. 
the Texas Challenge. That's a pretty good theme for, for Texas, I believe. We're honored to be a part of that, to have them come to uh, Fort Hood again and uh, give us an opportunity to salute them and show our appreciation for what they've done for our nation. Right, so do you have any information on the whole send-off? I know last year it was a big deal. They had, like you said, some celebrities out there and it was really a great event to be a part of, even if you didn't necessarily ride with them. Yeah. Tell me about the send-off. Well, that's the, that's the other opportunity people have of participating in, in the event is we're inviting all the uh, Fort Hood community to come out the morning of the, uh, the send-off, which is on the 31st. It'll be around uh, 10 o'clock from 10 to 10.30, mm -hmm. uh, just to line the route and uh, wave and cheer and, and give our, our best wishes to the uh, participants as they leave, leave Fort Hood on their trek to uh, Waco. So March 31st, 10 o'clock, where do we meet them at? They'll have a, uh, a send-off ceremony at the uh, Three Corps flagpole. Okay. That'll start about 9, 9.30. Once they complete the ceremony, then they'll start their route, which will uh, begin on Tank Destroyer Road, go up to where Meadows Elementary is, right. and they'll make a left there, and then continue on out to East Range Gate. Sounds like a lot of fun, sir. Thank you so much for being here. The Ride to Recovery event happening this leg of it, happening uh, March 30th and 31st? That's correct. All right, we're looking forward to it, and thank you so much for visiting with us here in our studio. I thank you. We'll be right back after these messages. Producers for the National Geographic Channel show, The Dog Whisperer, will be at the Fort Hood Clear Creek Post Exchange Food Court, March 26th, taking auditions for Caesar Milan show. Anyone with a military identification card can audition. Fort Hood employees can nominate their family by attending the audition or by visiting the show's website at caesarswade.com. No need to bring your animal. Applicants must videotape their dog's behavior and bring it with them to the audition. The Dog Whisperer, looking for a variety of dog problems that Caesar Milan can help transform. For more information on the audition times, call the Post Exchange at 254-532-7200. Hood Spotlight. Julia Connor here. March is National Brain Injury Awareness Month. TBIs or traumatic brain injuries can range from mild to severe. Ford Hood can treat them all here at the Traumatic Brain Injury Clinic on Support Avenue. Lieutenant Commander Scott Mitchell is a physical therapist and the officer in charge of the clinic. The clinic sees patients that have been referred or that self-refer for treatment for traumatic brain injury, which for the most part here is concussion or mild traumatic brain injury. Sometimes we have a higher severity, moderate or severe, that have been stabilized elsewhere, but then we'll see them afterwards, after they're already stable. The patients or the clientele that we see is primarily soldiers, active duty soldiers, but we also see other adults being retirees and adult dependents. We want them to seek help so that, first of all, if they need services, if they're having symptoms, of the traumatic brain injury, of the concussion, that they get the services that they need, if they need medical treatment, that they get the medical treatment that they need, but also so that they can be educated properly on the recovery period, that they'll know what the length of recovery is and they'll know what to expect in their immediate symptoms and also how fast they should recover. And tell me what the symptoms are for concussion. At first, the person that sustains a concussion, they had a head injury. They may have headaches, dizziness, they might have problems with nausea, they might have problems with balance, they might have short-term memory problems or problems with cognition, which is putting ideas together. So it doesn't mean that you'll have all of those symptoms, there are some possible symptoms that someone might have initially. You need to rest, 
especially for the first day or two after having a concussion. And you need to avoid, especially if you're doing activities that would put you at greater risk of sustaining another concussion, like, a, like sports or high danger activities, you need to avoid things where you might sustain another concussion, but you need to rest at least for a couple days and allow your body to heal and generally you won't need extensive medical care, but it is good to get seen, to get treated. Using the latest equipment, providers work with each patient, putting them on an individualized treatment program. Sergeant Darren Wing was referred to the clinic after an assault left him with a TBI. Tell me about your injury. Concussion and a broken nose, pretty big blow to the head, balance issues, short-term memory loss. Of course, the migraines came, the uh, fatigue, dizziness, you know, irritability, all this stuff, which... That was when I knew I needed to get help. So how are you doing now? I, I'm doing great. I've made it a lot, you know, huge strides. Uh, I used to not be able to stand on one foot and throw a ball into the trampoline, and now, you know, I, I can do it with ease. Sergeant Clarence Stevens was in a traffic accident. His truck rolled six times. He went through the windshield, landing on his head in the street. He was in a coma for 21 days. His brain injury, one of the most severe. Stevens gives credit to Commander Mitchell and Fort Hood's TBI clinic for helping him recover. He got everything back. Speech therapy kind of helped out pretty much because I have right facial palsy, which I still do have. It's not as droopy as it was, but it's, it's there. Miss Franklin, who's DOD, she got me the alpha stem, which relaxes your muscles and relaxes everything because I get massive headaches constantly. I still do. I've done pretty much everything at TBI. So what was the hardest part of your treatment? Everything. Done so what kept you going? <laughs> She's standing right behind you guys. That's what kept me going. And standing behind us is the wife, Sergeant Christy Stevens. Now, seeing your husband after the accident and seeing him now and what he can do, did you ever think such a recovery was possible? Absolutely not. The night that I got a phone call, that uh, MP said that I needed to make it to Scott and White immediately because he was unresponsive and barely breathing on sight. So seeing him in that point of being on a respirator, unconscious, in a coma, till now, it's just like it never happened. He's almost back, almost 100%. It's just amazing. Yeah, some people may think, hey, they can't help me, they can't do this, but if you see my husband and see he was the highest grade of traumatic brain injury till now, it's he's proof, he's walking proof that the clinic does help. Dr. Mitchell, what do you want patients to know about your clinic? I want people to know that we are here as a traumatic brain injury clinic, that we make great strides in helping patients, and we want them to seek out care and get properly treated because it can get better and they will get better if they follow the treatment plan that's been set up for them. Darnall's TBI clinic screens and treats all adult TBI patients, troops with combat injuries, and those injured in other ways too. Patients can be referred to the clinic through their primary care provider or through a self-referral. Their number is 287-7281. 287-7281. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight, a production of the Fort Hood and Three Corps Public Affairs Office.